Welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. I know it can't just be me. There are a lot of things that keep me up at night. I think about the climate changing. I think about inequality, poverty. And what surprises me is that we usually talk about how we can vote, even how we might protest. But I'm curious about the power of our money. Are there ways that we can use our money in line with some of our other values? That's exactly what the show is about. You can send in your letters with whatever you've been thinking about. I'll do some research, talk to experts, and come back with some thoughts. Hopefully you'll walk away with some helpful suggestions. You might laugh. You might think differently than you did before. Either way, thank you for being here. Here's today's letter. I've heard that crypto is bad for the environment, but I have to be honest, I don't see how. <laughs> and I'd like to understand a little about this as I'm thinking about getting into investing while the market is down. First things first, I've said this before on the show, but I'm not your financial advisor, so please talk to someone licensed in your state. I only provide advice to four individuals. That's me, myself, I, and sometimes my partner. <laughs> so what I'm going to focus on here is the first part of your question, which is what on earth is the connection between crypto and the environment? And is it really that bad? And thank you for sending in this question because I learned a lot in my research. So why are we even talking about crypto and the environment? What's the connection? Let's start from the top. So crypto mining, you hear that a lot. Crypto mining is the process to create and verify cryptocurrency. Computers race each other to process transactions solving complex math problems. And as a reward for doing this authentication service, miners receive new coins. So this is a financial incentive to keep these computers running. So it uses a lot of energy, and therefore it costs some money to run these computers, but you get rewarded in crypto. Now, here's the problem. As you have experienced, energy is, relatively speaking, priced kind of cheaply. Water is another one of those resources that's priced cheaply in the U.S., and there are probably some parallels between both of those resources, water and energy, and how we aren't really incentivized to use them sparingly. So it takes a ton of energy to run these crypto processes, but the energy doesn't cost much. So you spend a little to run your computers and you earn a lot in the form of cryptocurrency. So back in the day, back in 2009, you could run your personal computer for a few seconds, and mine a Bitcoin, which was basically worthless at the time. But nowadays, you would need a room full of computers, and it would take about nine years worth of electricity, which would cost you, let's say, $1,300. And that one Bitcoin that you would get in exchange would be worth about $40,000, at least at the time of recording this episode. There was a study done recently that found that all Bitcoin mining is emitting about as much emissions as the entire country of Greece. Isn't that wild? All of the Bitcoin mining is releasing about as much emissions as the entire country of Greece. That just blew my mind. So naturally, the environmentalists are raising alarms about this. And China even started to crack down on crypto mining last year. So a council was formed and... 
as of now, all of the largest publicly traded crypto mining companies say that they're powered by renewable energy or they're building that capability now. The challenge is that coal-powered energy is really cheap. So, of course, it's tempting for crypto miners to want to use that instead. And some crypto folks think the solution should be changing all of these energy-intensive computer processes to begin with. So there is a proposal to go to a new method, which would require 0.01% of the power required. For you crypto nerds, that is uh, proof of stake versus proof of work. So earlier we talked about how a single transaction takes um, basically as much power as your entire household uses in 73 days. <laughs> so the new proposal for the computer processes would reduce that 73 days down to like 10 minutes. And some crypto folks think the solution should be changing all of those energy-intensive computer processes to begin with. There's another issue with crypto in the environment that you don't hear about quite as often. This is what I learned in researching the episode for today. We've already talked about how much electricity is needed to run the computer processes, but there's also an issue with the actual hardware. So we've all experienced it. Computers get faster and faster all the time. And so unfortunately, a lot of the crypto machines get thrown away every 18 months or so. That's a lot of trash. So I hope that answers your question. That's the connection between the environment and crypto. Basically, the computer processes use a lot of power and produce a lot of trash. There are some currencies that are advertising themselves as being more sustainable. For example, SolarCoin. I also read about Cardano, PowerLedger, Stellar, and Nano. These names are hilarious. Uh, there's a website called LeafScore. Uh, you can read about them there. There's another blog I was reading called TheImpactInvestor.com. And as always, all of the links you might want are going to be in the show notes for this episode. But in terms of trying to decide whether or not you'll invest in crypto from an ethical standpoint, from a climate change standpoint, that's a tough one. For a lot of decisions on this show, you'll hear reminders that we shouldn't for example, we shouldn't agonize over using plastic straws because what we really need to do is put that same energy towards getting more regulation on the corporations that are doing 99% of the environmental destruction. But for crypto, I'm just not sure. The whole point of that invention is that they didn't want to be centralized anywhere. They wanted to create something that would, by design, be almost impossible to regulate. So I'm not sure where that leaves us in terms of putting pressure on them to move towards reducing their environmental harm. Energy is cheap in China. And so a lot of miners were mining in China, but then China started cracking down and miners have started to relocate to places where energy is cheap, like Kazakhstan or Texas. <laughs> Texas. Texas's power grid is so messy. If you follow the news last winter when Texans were without power, you might have learned a little bit about the way the power grid is set up in that state. But guess what? Texas offers a lot of discounts to make the energy very cheap there. So guess who's moving to Texas? The crypto miners. So if you happen to vote in Texas, please do put pressure on your politicians to hold them accountable. There are other places in the U.S. where 
old power plants are being resurrected to provide energy for the miners. So stay alert. Make sure your local politicians know that you see what they're up to. At the end of the day, all politics are local. So thanks for joining today's discussion. You can always send in your questions by emailing the address in the show notes. You might be wondering about how you can support the show. There are a number of ways to do this. Good news. You can subscribe on whatever platform you prefer for your podcasts. You can share an episode with a friend. That's honestly the biggest help you could provide right now because it turns out that's how people discover podcasts. It's not me telling them about the show. It's actually you all, the listeners. You can also click on the buy me a coffee link or write a review for the show or click around on your app and see if it lets you give the show five stars. That capability is starting to pop up on different apps now. So thanks for your support and let's talk again soon. 